Hello everyone my name is Vijay Kumar Devreddy and I'm glad to have you back on my episode 86 well so we had talked about uh, securing uh, our wireless networks uh, let's now spend a few minutes talking about the different type of attacks uh, that focus on our wireless networks uh, the first uh, is what driving what driving is an act of searching for wireless networks by driving around until you find them you could try this tonight as well so you can go and sit in the back seat of your car and have your friend on your wifi on drive you around the neighborhood and see which networks you can connect to that's the idea here that's it so they are simply going to drive around and hunt the networks and now the attackers are here are going to use a different tools to do this they can use the wireless survey tools or other open source attack tools but the common theme here is to just finding out what networks are around and where you can access them from why would an attacker want to find open wireless networks or the networks that they can get onto it's not necessarily to attack your network it's uh, but it's an attack other networks through your network so that way if they are doing some hacking or something like that and it traces back to your home or your home network as opposed to tracing it back to them right so that's the next type of attack uh, is called the watch chalking watch chalking is an act of physically drawing symbols in public places to denote the open closed and protected networks that are in the range it gets its name because it's easy it's early days uh, uh, people would actually take a chalk piece and uh, draw on a telephone pole uh, different symbols to tell other people uh, what it is uh, now is an example of a might be uh, that you are doing a what driving and you might find a open network uh, if you did uh, you could uh, find a telephone pole nearby and you can uh, mark it down with a symbol like this uh, we have to open half circles uh, faced back to back uh, with the ssid of it uh, written uh, above them uh, and the number below to signify the bandwidth of the network uh, after all uh, attackers can be nice people to uh, and they like to share their findings with others and they wouldn't want somebody else wasting their time looking for a network only to find it has a low bandwidth so by marking that down you can help other people and avoid the network now in addition to open the networks you may find closed networks as well if you find a closed network it's going to be a closed circle with ssid written above it and bandwidth written below it this tells us the network has some kind of encryption it's closed but we haven't quite figured out the password yet now if we do figure out the password we actually use the other to other symbols we can have closed circles we have an ssid on the top left left we have the password to the top right and the bandwidth below it uh, inside the circle we might write something like uh, wr wep or wpa2 uh, so people uh, know that type of encryption and they need to connect to the network so now as i said the watch hacking uh, is used early as a popular
popular as it is used to be a see a lot of these symbols around in the city anymore right instead uh, most of these are being done digitally nowadays this is uh, uh, being done as a part of the websites or the other apps that hackers use and share their finds so people know what other kind of wi-fi is out there the next attack uh, we have to know about is that IV attack which is related to the web attacks and then uh, initialization vector attack occurs when an attacker observes the operation of the cipher being used with the several different keys and they find um, this uh, mathematical relationship between those keys uh, to determine the clear text data now I know that sounds really complicated but uh, the good news uh, is you don't have to to do a uh, match to do it uh, the programs uh, we have that is going to do it for you uh, this happened with the web because it's the 24-bit initialization vector as I told it makes it very easier to crack the web because of the the programs that we do it for us right so in the next episode we are going to I have been promising that I am going to uh, uh, develop an another video regarding the breaking of web and uh, in just a couple of minutes I can uh, uh, that can just couple of minutes that can be broken off uh, that can be shown in the YouTube video I can provide my link below the description you can go through it and then the next attack we have is known as the Wi-Fi disassociation attack this is going to target an individual client that's connected to the wireless network it's going to force it offline by sending de-authentication packets to it and then it's going to capture the handshake that the client makes when it attempts to reconnect this is used as a part of an attack of WGPA or WGPA2 our final attack is known as the brute force attack the brute force attack occurs when an attacker continuously guesses at the password until they finally find a uh, correct password uh, right uh, the so an example of this might be that you have a password of the dog and I know that your password is a three character long so I start uh, out guessing uh, uh, a a a a a b a a c a a d like that uh, and I keep on going until I found a dof and finally dog right uh, dog uh, I have found our password uh, that's what the brute force does is, uh, now eventually you all find uh, every password out there any password can be brute forced uh, and it's just a matter of how much time you are going to provide it and how much power it's going to take it right and if you have a three letter password like dog uh, it's not going to take a uh, very long uh, but uh, if you use a password like I tell you a uh, 14 character uppercase lowercase special character numbers uh, that's long strong complex passwords uh, it can uh, take a million years or more than that uh, with the current processing power that we have uh, and that way you can prevent the brute force attack from happening uh, and there are uh, super computers as well uh, which can uh, break this uh, this particular uh, uh, 14 character long password as well but uh, every home doesn't have a supercomputer right only the special scientific uh, areas such as ISRO and NASA had the supercomputer and they are going to use it but uh, 
no other person is going to use the processing power of it and uh, find your passwords right so that was the thing in this episode that i wanted to discuss i got uh, everyone else got a fruit from this episode and uh, stay secure and thank you bye bye